Hello there, Future CJ here. Just want to say a big welcome to the first ever Time Out podcast episode starring myself, CJ, and my best friend, Davian Clark. Like I said, this is our first episode, so please tell us what you think. Uh, we hope you enjoy it. We enjoyed making it. Uh, hopefully, I've made timestamps for you guys to go to discussions that in particular you want to listen to. So yeah, let us know how you think. And without a further ado, here's the episode. This is the uh, first podcast of, uh, of uh, that has no name. We need to make a name. Yeah, we, I thought I'll about up, we didn't. Yeah, we'll put that on the to-do list. But by the time this is uh, released. But what everyone needs to know is that this is going to be about basketball. More specifically, the NBA, obviously. But we can delve into all the little bits. Euro basketball, that kind of stuff. Olympic stuff. We can delve into all that kind of stuff. But today, we're going to be talking about the NBA. Because... It's back, Davian. The, the NBA, it's back. No, it's it's nearly back. <laughs> it's, it's nearly back. So, yeah, um, it's back on my birthday, July 31st. Yep, it's back on July 31st with only 22 teams. We'll go into those a little bit later. But basically, because of the whole coronavirus thing, uh, they postponed the season for a little bit. And it's back with... With an agreed format, not yeah. all teams are coming back. There's eight missing teams, um, and it was this all, yeah, most except like I think Washington is the only one that wasn't in the playoff picture anyway, yeah. but that weren't already in the playoffs. But um, yeah, so it's an agreed. They've had an agreed format, although. It's, it was agreed by only twenty by twenty nine of the thirty teams, with w- only one team, only one yeah. team denying it. That being Portland, <laughs> which is interesting in its own right. Both CJ McCullum and I think Damian Lillard came out and said that like they were they're happy that their organization like said said their voices proud. Like twenty nine to one, so that's a it was an agreed it was an agreed one. It's a tight majority. But I think oh, they, oh, yeah, very tight. Wasn't the it's issue tight. with Portland that they really wanted an actual chance to, you know, get into the playoffs? Well, they do. They're, they're one of the teams. There's a chance, but it's a slim chance. They wanted I a think, better chance of, I think. Yeah, didn't they want less teams? Didn't they want, did they want less teams or more teams? I think they wanted more of a schedule because obviously they're a bit further back. They are a bit further back, but all literally every team that's left... Are the are own are the only teams that could have got into the playoffs. Like all the teams that are left off, like Minnesota, yeah. your Golden State Warriors, your your every other team were already out of the playoffs. They weren't ever mm-hmm. gonna they weren't gonna make them. Which right. Is fair so enough. which is fair enough. But it's left. So that leaves. Um so we've got thirteen Western Conference teams yeah. and nine instant Eastern Conference teams. Yeah. Uh, they'll play eight regular season seeding games. I thought it was six, but apparently it's eight. No, it's eight games. Uh, it's eight games. Um, uh, a possible with a possible playing tournament yes. for the eighth seed. 
Um, I'm not sure how that's going to work. So how that's that, going to work? Yeah, that'll is, be interesting. How that's going to work is if the ninth seed is within four games of the eighth seed, then mm-hmm. they will have a mini series. But the team who's in ninth will have to beat the team in eighth twice. 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 So the, the eighth team still has a like a so kind of home have their advantage for being there, but in theory, if the ninth, the ninth team beat you twice, it's a bit like. Well, we'll I'll look at the um I'll look at the standings just to see how like if it's within four games, I want to see how many okay, so teams got, are within I've got four. The standings here. So hold on, um, let me let me let me let me jump on with you. Let me just yeah, so we we'll can look at the same thing. The Western Conference, we've got obviously the Lakers with forty nine wins, Clippers with forty four, Denver forty three, Utah forty one, OKC forty, Houston forty, and then we've got Dallas with forty, and then Memphis mm-hmm. Grizzlies in eighth with thirty two wins, and behind them is Portland with twenty nine, New Orleans with twenty eight, Sacramento with twenty eight, Spurs with twenty seven, and the Suns with twenty six. It literally in the Western Conference, it's just it's a race for eight. It's a race, it's a for, race eight. for eight. Yeah, it's a race. It's for eight. a race for eight. At the moment, you got Memphis who are leading it. You got Portland, which have been pretty disappointing this season. In all fairness, yeah, considering the stars that they have. The reality is, New Orleans. Yeah, I was gonna say the reality is. I think if Dallas gets seventh, <laughs> this this eight games is gonna be really weird. I want to see what New Orleans do in this with this well, gap. If, well, if you we've we've got eight games, we've got eight games to play, and Phoenix Suns are only six games behind Memphis. It's not. It it wouldn't. If yeah. it has to be between four games, yeah. then we could potentially be seeing all of these Western Conference teams being in some sort of playoff spot for the eight spot. So yeah. they have to. So if that's how that's going to go, they're going to have like a mini playoff series just to get the eighth seed to probably just get kicked out by Los Angeles Lakers in a sweep anyway. <laughs> <laughs> the battle for the battle to be swept. This is the battle to be swept. But um, but yeah, so they're they're all well. Yeah, so that's the West. So you got LA Clipper, LA Lakers, Clippers, Nuggets, Utah Jazz. Oklahoma City Thunder, Houston Rockets, and pretty and, and Dallas—they're not being confirmed for their spot, but they're pretty much yeah. Dallas, there. Aren't, there. Dallas aren't confirmed because obviously they've lost a lot of games, but one well, lost more games than Houston, but they—they <laughs> they just have to win one in eight. Okay, but okay, so we have these new eight games. This is the Western Conference. Yeah. In the playoff picture, in fact, in the play. In fact, who do you think is going to take that eight seed? Who who do you think is going to take that eight seed? For me, it's between probably the Pelicans and Portland. I feel like with New Orleans getting rest and the players they've got, especially with Zion getting some rest and being able to, you know, heal up with some of the stuff he's been coming back with, and then you've got especially Lonzo. Like if you, basically, if they've got a full squad and they can come into this, I feel like they'll probably end up taking it, especially if it goes to a playing tournament. If it was a playing tournament, mm-hmm. I'd probably have them over the Grizzlies. I I I think I, I'd I'd probably I'd probably go with Memphis because they're already three games ahead. Um so they'd have to lose quite a lot and Portland would have to win quite a lot to to get that to not get that eight seed. But I feel like an outside chance Sacramento has one. Because if you look, they've won they've won seven of their last ten. And they're much better defensively than 
often, in fact, they're, they're better defensively than New Orleans, Portland and Memphis by the yeah. looks of it with the points allowed. So, I mean, that's an, they have an outside chance. Okay, well, and obviously, San Antonio Spurs, they've got Greg Popovich. So, like they've always got a chance. But the Suns, <laughs> the Suns, I, I, no. No. no, have, you seen no, the, um, no. have you seen the schedule? That's... Mm. So... Uh, where are they? The schedule, the schedule for the actual yeah for, the, for how they do. The Should we talk? Left. Let's talk about. Oh, no, um, I haven't seen the schedule. The Grizzlies for have it. Blazers, the Jazz. They've got Blazers, Jazz, yeah. Spurs, Thunder, Bucks, Pelicans twice, and then the Celtics. Pelicans have Ooh, that's gonna be... Sacramento, uh, Jazz, Clippers, Spurs, Grizzlies, Kings, and then Grizzlies and then Magic. So see that that's the thing that's that's a, that, we'll talk about this later but that's going to be a factor that all the other teams that are remaining are in contention for the playoffs you're not going to be playing against yeah, some squads so, you're not going to be playing against teams that are going to be tanking well, everyone here yeah. is buying for that playoff spot yeah but i feel like if if you're going to play maybe the lakers or the clippers mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. this thing this is probably the best time to play them because i don't think with the fact that there's no real home court advantage <laughs> i feel like it's that, probably the best time that to play is going to be a huge factor it's probably the best time to play but, them they're already qualified and you kind of just want to mm-hmm. they're like if you're lakers you just want to get lebron and ad some minutes get them back in the in the flow and then definitely keep them rested so it might be better yep. to, this is might be the only time it would be better to play a number one and number two seed than to play a number nine or number ten yeah because they'll have more they'll have practice yeah and have... this is going to be Right, but yeah, that's that's factors of stuff. We'll we'll go deeper into that. We'll just move on to the Eastern Conference for now. <laughs> oh, so we we've got we, we got yes, we got the Bucks, Raptors, Celtics, Miami Heat, the Indiana Pacers, and seventy uh, Philadelphia 76ers. They're all in the playoffs anyway, and the only two remaining teams left. Uh, no, sorry, yeah. sorry, and the Brooklyn. <laughs> There's three remaining teams left. Sorry. Brooklyn Nets, Orlando Magic, and the Washington Wizards. They're the they. It's interesting because both Brooklyn and Orlando are on thirty wins, with eight games yeah. with eight, with this eight game schedule. And Washington Wizards are, are six games. They, they, it's pointless. Okay, there's no point in the Wizards may have said at home. They, their schedule: is Celtics, Thunder, Seventy Sixers, the Nets, Bucks, Celtics, Suns. But they may as well say at home. They, they have to win. They, they have yeah. to win all eight games. And pray that Brooklyn don't win two, or the Orlando don't win two. Like it's, yeah. I don't know that. that I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I know. I there's this season's going to be crazy if because there's a lot of different factors that could help in the Wizards or hinder the Wizards. Like I'm, I'm looking at their defense, man. Like their points allowed, and it's. I think it's, it's tied for the most in. It's tied for the most in the Eastern Conference. I'm, I'm not sure. It's it's tied for the most in the entire league. Yeah. <laughs> Them and the Atlanta Hawks uh, let the most points in. Um, so I and that the Atlanta Hawks aren't in. Uh, um, but yeah, so that's that. Um, I yeah, I think it's just gonna Brooklyn and Orlando. Yeah, I, I don't see the Wizards yeah. getting through. I want them to because that would be a great story, but it's not gonna. I happen. think their best chance is to stay within the four games. And try and beat Orlando in a play-in, but even then, do you really want to do all that to go against the Bucks? 
Um, it's a bit like... Yeah, yeah, to go against Giannis. Yeah, um, like but they, when, no, them... when you know they have a bad defense, it's the first thing you want to do mm-hmm. to go against Milwaukee. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> who's? I think they're the number one rated offense in the league. Yes, and they've <laughs> number one offense versus number one, number one worst defense. Yep, One hundred eighteen uh, points a game. <laughs> The differential point differential eleven point two for every game. Yikes. So you, yeah, mm. I just don't see how the Wizards are gonna. You know, I I, I mean I I hope I hope they manage to get into I mean, a playoff spot. I, but like that's a, the thing though. The thing is the thing is like oh, it looks like the East will be able to finish theirs pretty quickly if that's the case. But then you got obviously the Western Conference, which are going to be playing more playoff spots, especially if it's within four. Like, that's just, is it just the eight and nine seed? Um, is it just them? Or is it anyone within four? Can I have a look? It, well, it was very specific on ninth seed, I think. Okay, so if the ninth seed is within four, you can have another, yeah, player, think, another chance. It, okay. eight, eighth versus ninth. Oh, that'll be interesting because, yeah, that'll be very interesting. It's, it's eighth versus Ooh, ninth Western as long as you're within four. Very interesting. Which means the Western oh, Conference no. is going to be one of them where it could be a lot of the last games are going to be fighting for ninth just to get a chance. I think, yeah, I think I think Sacramento have an outside chance of doing it, but I I'll ultimately think uh, it will be it will be Memphis well, who gets through, and then that'll you know further cement Jean Morant as a Rookie of the Year category. But that that is that is something else entirely. Right, so this format. This format, so we've gone through the teams that are left yeah. and stuff like that. Let, let's go through the schedule for this format. Oops, I didn't write it down. Oh, here we go. Right, okay. So the schedule is going to look like, so from the 30th of June to July the 7th are the in-market training camps. Yep. Um, so that they're, they're going to be doing their own thing within their own little areas, I assume. Is that in-market training camps? Um, the, the remaining teams, and then from the seventh of July to the eleventh, the teams are traveling to Orlando. Yeah. Uh, and within that, from the ninth to the 29th, um, they're going to start training camps there. Now, I believe they're going to be tested for like the coronavirus and stuff as well before they even show up. Which that in itself is going to be interesting because we're talking about two thousand odd people. If you're not including like the players and the the coach staff and yeah. families, because I think they're allowing families um, and stuff like that. I so don't think they are allowed families. Lot. I think that was something I saw. I thought they were. No, I, I think, thought they were. They well, might not I be. Think I think it's just them. Uh, okay, yeah, it's just them. But there is one point in which it said, I think it's near the finals where you're allowed families. It was a whole. It was really weird about it. I don't. But the no, Philly, no, for yeah, the eight games itself. It's definitely just the players. Uh, the, the only okay. people allowed in the bubble are the players, coaches, and if a journalist enters the bubble, obviously after testing, they're not mm. allowed to leave, so they would have to stay in Orlando. Yeah, they're well. not allowed to leave. They have if to they stay. Leave, they can't stay, come back stay for the whole. They'll like so teams arrive in Orlando. That's July eleventh, yeah. right? Okay, so July thirtieth is when the league starts back yeah. up again, where the seeding game start to August the fourteenth. And then the playing tournaments, which is the 15th and 16th of August. And then the playoffs begin the day after on August the 17th. Yeah. That's going to happen real quickly. That's 
Okay. And then the 3rd of August is when family and guests arrive. Yeah. So um, we're already going to be like, what? Two thirds into the playoffs once family and yeah. guests start arriving. And that, which is okay. I get it. You're trying to limit the amount of people, but when they've gone this far already, but uh, players, players and their families, need, people need to see their families. Uh, especially after such a long time. So I get yeah. that. It's literally just before the conference semifinals. So yeah, the conference semifinals, uh, the, the last day of August till September the 13th, September the 15th to September the 28th, there's a conference finals. And then September the 30th to October the 13th is the NBA finals. That The NBA finals are going to be taking place where usually the next season starts yeah. up. So, uh, yeah, that's what the schedule is looking like. And it's a very... So, it's within July, August, September. Like, two and a half yeah. months. Two and a half months. Seeding games. And the playoffs. Is it? Is it a short... Does it feel like a short in playoffs? I don't know. It doesn't really feel like it. No, it's, I think the playoffs itself are normal. It's just... I don't and know. I feel like it matters like, like how quickly these games, these series yeah, last the is, as well. Like, there's going to be less travel time. I want to get it over. There's going to be less travel time, so mm-hmm. it's going to be. So obviously, if you're playing in the same place, realistically, they could do like a game every no two days or whatever. Like you can set that out from the start instead of having to rearrange, which is quite nice. But I mean, you it can is. tell that the they've had, they've obviously introduced the family and friends to appease some of the players' issues who were really worried about leaving in June, July, and not going back to the family for two or three months straight, especially in this climate. Um, I mm-hmm. think the way they've done it is probably the best they could have done. Like, you've got eight games. That, that, that was mine. You've got eight yeah. games to get yourself as close to, like, your peak that you can possibly be, mm-hmm. and then you've got the playoffs... And hopefully it will mean that we have a good finals and conference finals. Well, we'll see. Well, there was talks that um, oh, this is the this is the time to try out the you know the top sixteen seed thing. But I think one of the people that were most vocal in this uh, thing, Michael Jordan, was just like, "The world's going crazy. We need a bit of normality here. Like, let's keep the East and Western conferences." And, like, his team is out yeah. already, so it's not like it would have affected him. So, you know, it's, like, from a place that's genuine. Like, you know, come on. Let's, 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 see, how it, let's see how it goes. With, uh, we need to normality. We need a bit more normality yeah. with it. Uh, we don't need see, to go crazy. I, um, I feel like if they'd started the season and said, if this happened at the start of the season and they said, okay, we're doing a shortened season and it's just the top 16 teams, that'd be totally fair. But if you're sixth in the East... Like Brooklyn are. Oh, there's there's problems. There there is problems with that. Yeah, if you're six or seven in the East, like Brooklyn or Philly, and then they're saying top 16, and suddenly you're 15th because of the weight of the conferences. Yeah, I feel like leaving as it is for for now is probably the best. Just leave it as it is, 8 8, and then just have a normal playoffs, like as normal as you can. There's no fans, there's no home yeah. court advantage. No, so let's just no try and. Let's just play. Let's just play. Let's have some play less factors. We'll we'll talk about the validity of the champion later if you want to, if we got time to, because oh, we've got a big 
big yep. stuff coming up later. But do, so you've pretty much answered my question here. Like my next question was going to be, do, do you think it was fair? Do you think this is fair? I think I personally think it's as fair as it yeah. possibly can be. It lets players, you know, play for a little bit. Um, it keeps pe- it keeps people as safe as possible. We'll go into more of that later. But the fair, how fair is it? Because it leaves off the people that weren't. It leaves off the teams that weren't going to be in the playoffs yeah, anyway. Me, think, so there's that cuts yeah, those I think people it's as fair as it can be. I think had they made everyone come down to Orlando, even though they had no chance of being in the playoffs, you're really you're really been maximizing the risk of spreading the virus. But mm-hmm. I feel like mm-hmm. even the teams who, so let's say Washington, who realistically they have an outside chance, just give still give them that puncher's chance to make their way into the playoffs. And the the um, the little you know playing tournament yeah. that that's going to be an interesting thing. That that I feel like if that happens, if that if that happens and it's amazing like it, it's i can see it going for future season i can honestly if you if you're like the eighth and ninth seed if they're within like a couple of couple of games within each other it's just like you know what playing let's have another play and let's do a little mini I series think, little think, mini series yeah just i think that'd see. be good especially if they especially for the next season when you know we are looking at maybe you know Oh, I don't know about next season because there's a whole... It's going to be I mean, short. Because and... the, the problem we have with the 82 is obviously you play 82 and it's kind of hard to say you finished eighth, but then you played the tournament. But if we have a condensed season, you can say from the start, mm-hmm. okay, play 50 games. And if you are two or three behind... But, then, but you've got... you still got two or three behind, we'll give you a play-in. Still and got a chance. You can work from there, which would be nice. Be, yeah. I like... I mean, I think one well, of the best things about basketball is always having games that mean something. It's when you mm-hmm. see people at their best and you see people perform the best. So any form of playing tournament where there's something on the line, I'd love to see that. Especially if you're ninth, you've mm-hmm. got nothing to lose. Mm-hmm. Especially like I think I think the best the like this is gonna be very good because every team is gonna be going, you know, every team is gonna be trying to play yeah. all out, I think, anyway. Um well <laughs> we'll 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 see. Um but there are, in fact, player concerns with all of yeah. these things. So, so, yeah. is someone going to burst this bubble? Is because so we've heard people talking about it. Kyrie being chief among yeah. them, um, saying he he doesn't support going to Orlando, but that's more. Rather than the circumstances of the whole That's COVID so situation, it's more with yeah. the, the racial injustices. And he feels like that it's not doing enough. So Kyrie is just like, I, I don't support going because there's more, there's more important stuff going on. And, you know, fair play, there is more important st- stuff going on. Uh, but then you've got players like LeBron James, who is like, well, I want to play and I feel like my ability to inspire change won't, matter whether I'm playing or not um, there's talks of players you know some players agree some players don't what do you think what what what, what okay, do you so think when you look at the um, 
when you look very at the, touchy you know, subject, you, I understand. The <laughs> questions about going the season continuing, it's split into two camps. Mm-hmm. So you have those that don't think it's safe. So you've got Carmelo. Well, there's three. There's three. Yeah, yeah Carmelo yeah. doesn't think it's safe, but he's also said stuff about the, re- so, yeah, the racial it's, injustice. It's like you can have like it's the the actual health side, which the NBA have tried to help by mm-hmm. you know extending the rosters and you know. So people who can stay home. Yeah, it's from fifteen to, to no, from thirteen to fifteen. 17, oh, fifteen yeah. to seventeen. So, yeah, and that's opened up people like J.R. Smith, etc., who you know could sign for a team. And Jamal yeah. Crawford can come back again and finally so, win yeah, a championship. So, which for that, I think, considering the climate we're in, I think you're never going to be able to. These people have families, and this is a job. And as much as it's a sport and yeah. everyone loves it and we love watching it and you love playing it, even if it's when it's your dream, like sometimes you have to look at it and say, what is it worth? Is it, would I miss out on this season and say, okay, I missed that season and keep my family safe. And some people are not completely mm-hmm. okay with the health side, which is completely valid. The, um, the, the health side, let's, let's yeah. try and focus in on that specifically right now, but the health, the health side uh, everyone's going to get tested, uh, like 2,000 people, I think, around about 2,000 people. Um, but, like, I mean, if on one side, if everyone gets tested and there's no there's no positive results, everything's negative, everything within that bubble should be okay. But the problem with that is, like, there's 2,000 yeah. people. Odds are someone is going to have it. And the other thing is, it's really, I find it cute that they call it a bubble of 2,000 yeah, people. 2,000 people. There's, there's going to be weak spots. There's going to be... There's there's going to be weaknesses. And, you know, it can get in somehow. Um, and once it does, what's going to happen then? They're going to isolate the, the whole team? Are they going to retest the whole team? Are they going to retest everyone who he's played against? Or... See, that is my issue with this. My issue with this is... They call it a bubble, and that's great. But it's not a germ-free isolated bubble it's a bubble in orlando in disney so like it can't like the reality is it might even if they take every precaution possible the chance of someone getting affected is it not can impossible. still and the problem it's is, not impossible and it could the it close can contact still basketball especially playoff basketball where your defense is higher and you really like it means that the chance of you know con- contagion is could be higher so obviously well, well, even with the tests, yeah, well, well, yeah, even with the tests, it's like same with the Premier League. Like, there are they they try and test everyone, and you know sometimes two people have it, sometimes one, sometimes six. The danger of basketball is if you keep everyone in a bubble and one person gets it, does he spread it to his whole team because they're so confined? Well, that's that's the whole thing when Rudy Gobert had it. They, there was this whole spider like chart of like yeah. every team that he like it, it spread like him in the last two weeks played against and then they played other teams and they played other it, like I think the whole he league every could have got it. Didn't it in terms of contact because obviously how many games you'd played he'd, yeah it was like oh this player was was here but then they were at the Lakers on Wednesday and the Lakers moved here and it was like it was quite a scary thing to see because at that point, mm-hmm. and obviously, we've had people who've had yep. the tests and it's come back to the and they've had yep. it and they've obviously recovered. And we've mm-hmm. been quite lucky that, but then you've got 
we've got other other yeah. leagues. Like for example, the Premier League, who 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 are, has more players, arguably, and they've had no no positive results. So that's something to that's something it to ranges, like they sometimes they get zero. They've had none before, but then other times they've had one. But they're doing well at the regular tests and catching it, which while it might be, mm-hmm. it's going to have to be a thing where they the tests have to be regularly and constantly just to make sure that nothing's gone wrong, which obviously is a probably quite expensive for them, but considering the money they're going to be the they're making back, I think they're okay with it. But when you look, so when you look at that side, it's okay. Like You can understand why players have concerns. The other side of the debate is quite... Oh, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. I know where you're going with this, but before you start that, I want to mention that we've talked about these COVID concerns, but before before what we're about to talk about, before any of this kind of stuff was brought more to light, um, the the Players Association voted 28 and 0 in favour of the restart plan. They voted in favour of the restart plan. I think it might have been the format and how they were doing it, although Mello and everyone's come out about how they're a bit about it um, but it was voted 28 and 0 in favour of that and I feel like that's worth mentioning because then other things have happened and that started a whole new thing uh, obviously the the NBA being a huge advocate for equality and things like that uh, being a predominantly black league um, they're, they're going to have they're going to be like one of the, the forefronts in this. And that's been a big deal, especially for people like yeah. Kyrie Irving. So and getting into that, obviously, Kyrie guys. has obviously was reported that it was in a meeting that he said that, you know, he's not comfortable with coming back. To He's not comfortable with coming back at this time because, you know, he feels like A, it's a lot of, A, it's a money-making thing and B, you know, he's not comfortable with it, especially with the Black Lives Matter movement. He doesn't feel comfortable that, you know, the NBA will probably end up taking a lot of the headlines away from some of these protests. Well, who I can't remember who it was, but there was a quote that, like, you, we got to talk about this stuff now because we'll be talking about this stuff today, but then when the NBA starts, we're just going to be talking about people's stats line, stat lines, and this is going to become, like... a a less of a trendy thing and that's that's the problem that i think that's what i i i agree to an extent with Kyrie that this is an important matter and it needs yeah. to be shown like that this is this is more important like some so things are bigger than basketball yes with the social reform and he was saying that you know he's also saying that you know he's trying to give people a platform mm-hmm. to talk about this i understand the yeah. concern of Okay, we're just gonna talk about stat lines, etc. Mm-hmm. Well, that comes with yeah, exactly. playing so, basketball. That, so it will take it. away some of the headlines, but I feel like it's. Yeah. Um, I feel like the Kyrie versus LeBron in this situation, where LeBron is saying nothing's going to stop me talking about, or like what I think it's one of the things. This is, nothing's going to yeah. stop me from inspiring change. Like, this won't like affect this, me from inspiring change. The thought change. of, like, it's... oh, okay, if we go back, that ends the conversation is really weird in terms of 
in terms of the fact that this is a national TV thing where these people are going to have interviews that go around worldwide. It like it's it's not the same as the NFL where you're stopped from being able to protest. Like um, in yeah, was it 2016? It was everyone. We had the "I can't breathe" shirts, and people were very vocal in terms of. I think I think it, I think you're not allowed to kneel yes, during but, the anthem. I think so I think know, that's a rule. The anthem, I think that's a rule. But I'm I feel like stop that. Especially as a black male, I don't feel like I don't feel like someone doing a sport is necessarily going to dilute the whole of this movement, especially when we've got such loud and confident voices that will stand up. And so when you've got people like LeBron who literally give a lot of their career in terms of fighting the social change, we've now we've got Kyrie, we've got Russ, we've got Russell Westbrook, like a lot of people who are very vocal about making sure you know, the social change is happening and calling out problems when they're seen. I feel like, if anything, this might help the cause because how do you keep LeBron quiet when he's on? Like, you have to interview him. And it's one of them, like, you have to interview him. You have to, like, a lot of these times, these conversations are going to happen. Like, I guess it's... And Kyrie has said if his whole team want to go, he will play. So it's, I guess it's a case of, you have to be aware of it. Well, we we talk about LeBron and like he said, he's up, he's he wants to he wants to be back in it. Like his his the restart won't affect his ability to make, inspire change. And an example of that is like the the start of the more than more than a vote. Yeah. Like the thing that he's done with LeBron, there's LeBron, Trey, um, Skylar, Diggins Smith, uh, WNBA player, um, Jalen Rose, um, and loads, a bunch of influential people across sport um, uh, for the voting rights of, uh, uh, of, of, of black people. I, yeah, just, I think that's just an example of, of, of like LeBron's just like, this doesn't, like, yeah. I'm going to play. But that doesn't change that I'm going yeah, to be doing other stuff as well. Things, I'm going to be trying to make a positive influence. Yeah, as those possible. schemes and things, like especially that, that is going to mean a lot more. That's especially that's someone influence taking a step to say, okay, I'm doing a lot more than a tweet. Like this is something that can actually cause mm-hmm. some change in the long term. So I see mm-hmm. LeBron's point of it's never going to stop me being active i also see Kyrie's point of let's not drown out this with just like once once it starts again we go back into lebron versus mj oh if or lebron versus Kawhi, it ends up being i understand yeah. Kawhi's point i mean Kawhi, i understand Kyrie's point because it ends up being Kyrie. Yeah. you do some a lot of the time in basketball you end up putting people against each other which in the times it's going to be a lot of sportscasters the espn the first takes it's going to undispute. It's going to end up with a lot of, you know, this black person versus this black person, which in this time can be a bit, you know, it's it's a it's a worry and not something you really want to do. But it also, when you're as, yeah, but when you're it's also, a platform, when you're it's as a platform, you know, like this isn't a thing that's a new thing. It's something that has been around. It's something that's not going to go away, and we have to inspire change on a long term thing. So, this isn't going to go away by next month. It's mm-hmm. not going to go away 100%. next year. It's going to take years of 
you know, change and legislation and social change? Yeah, I think recently there's been a huge, like there's been a, there's been positivity with the fact that people are listening, yeah. people are listening this time. And like, we don't want it just to be a trend. We don't want just, ha- you don't, you know, hashtag black lives matter just to be a trend. It needs to be, it needs yeah. to happen. <laughs> and I think that's like a concern that Kyrie has, but that being said, when you look at Kyrie and you look at LeBron James and you look at where their teams are you can see I'm I'm not saying it is but uh, if Kyrie for example had KD back would would he be taking the same kind of stance? I I feel like he would I feel like Kyrie would and LeBron James if he wasn't even in the playoffs like would he would he be like, no, nah, I want to play? Uh, I, I LeBron would be just doing LeBron things. So, like, you know, I, inspiring everyone. Yeah, so but. that's the question. Like, for me, I feel like Kyrie would still be as vocal whether Brooklyn were, you know, seventh or near the top. But I feel like mm-hmm. for him at this point, like, he has nothing to lose in the season. Like, if they don't go back, if they don't go back, he's not losing he anything. Whereas for LeBron... I think everyone needs to remember that this isn't this season for him isn't chasing MJ. Like I think in his mind he knows that like whoever doesn't think he's going to be that level isn't going to think that level. He's got his rings. Like for him, he's he's got his rings. Like he's got rings. He wants more. Obviously, you always do as a sports star. You do. But it's I think everyone needs to remember like, really. for LeBron, this has been a really difficult season for him. Like not only have you got this. Other, like he moved to LA, and then not only you got this other, like you got the the Clippers, and you got you know Kawhi, Paul George, and you know all these guys are basically everyone's gunning for his neck. He's also had to deal with you know the passing of Kobe and him being a Laker while that's happened. Like it's been a lot of torment and sh- like I could understand why he would want to finish the season. Like no matter what, like get through it and say okay, yeah. like the season finished. I don't. Re- I think if he loses in the conference semifinals. I feel like for him, he'd say, "Okay, well, let's, let's carry on the season." Like it doesn't, like for him, it's some like some things are more than basketball. And for him, I feel like it's he, this is he's lived his life just playing basketball. He wants to get back to he'll he'll never stop doing the social change. And if he was sixth or first, he'd still want to play. But when no. you've had all this stuff going on and professionally and personally, you, there's a lot of pressure on your shoulders before the before this coronavirus break. But you yeah, want was, you want closure. You want some sort of closure. Yes, yeah. Playoffs like he wanted the MVP. He wanted like he wanted to be a. Well, the last couple game, the last couple games they played like against Milwaukee and stuff. LeBron the was the incredible. Uh, it was unstoppable. There were that it was it was crazy. Like before before March, yeah. Milwaukee Bucks were the favorites to win it. But ever since like this and the whole thing. LA Lakers yeah. are the favourites to do it, win now. Um, but yeah, um, I I personally don't think that their standings affect their positions. I feel like it can have an effect on yeah. other people. I think other players maybe. But these yeah, guys are in, like the top so guys. Like and In your team, I feel like 
the leader of the team really can make any stance they want to because you know they're not worried about it. like when you're the superstar you're at that level you really can make any stance you want to and I think that's what Kyrie's done it's it's easy it's very easy to make yeah. it. it's very easy to make yeah, exactly. a stand when so you I have job Kyrie's security point isn't just well you say that but Colin Kaepernick yeah, was but a the, good the, difference is the way the NFL <laughs> and the NBA are structured like there's always a quarterback ready. I don't think there are many people that can do what Kyrie do in the way he does it with the experience he has. Like, it wouldn't be that easy to just... But I think... With... There's a reason he's a and vice president the of the Players Association. point of being oh, a vice president, he knows that if... What, he's ready to... Sh- so him, he's ready him to shoulder this like three other people. conversation because that will mean that other people are able to say, okay, I, I agree with Kyrie. Like, I agree with... Like, it feels like one of the things, like, if he hadn't have said it, Mm-hmm. Would it have gone unsaid? Would it have been a thing that people thought but were too scared to say, whoa, what's going on here? Yeah, and now, now during this during this yeah. thing, they're going to be talking about means, it more. Thing, so which is good. What he's done is... Which is good. Yeah. He's, it's like he's a plain devil he's said, there's devil's no way I'm playing advocate. and we're going to forget about these real issues. But then he's also said, I will play. You know, if my team want me to, I just feel it's a little something going on here. Let's make sure that this is sorted. Before we start out this, but that's he just wants to get more. He wants he wants more change. And in all fairness, yeah. everyone should. Um, he wants NBA to be a bit more, you know, more vocal about it. I suppose they are vocal about think... it, but they need to be more vocal about it. Instead of you know, it's in general people people need to stop thinking about the status quo and need to go. You know, they yeah. need to do more. People need to do more because obviously, obviously. Like the status quo isn't enough because this kind of thing is still happening. So people need to, you know, do more, and that's what Kyrie is calling for. And I, I can only, me, I, I can only like respect that. The coronavirus <laughs> issues and the social change that is trying to happen kind of clash with each other in the terms of with coronavirus, mm-hmm. you really want things to go back to normal. But with the social change, we're also saying, yeah, whoa, 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 we don't want normal. Because normal wasn't good for this and that reason, so the problem it's is a time it's for like, a reset. So with the restart it's of the NBA, the like, when you look at Corona, you're like, "I'll get it started as soon as possible. Let's get back to having some sport and to talk about mm-hmm. the social." But when, yeah, but then you look at the social uh, social injustices, racial injustices, sorry, and the the, the new uh, this kind of stuff. You're like, yeah, "Well, exactly. you know, there's a point to be made here," but. That being said, like you were saying, like this is this is a platform. People are going to be watching the NBA now, and it's the it's an art. It is you can make it into an opportunity. Yes, you're playing basketball, but you know, yeah, I think I think be vocal. Be vocal. This is this is your chance. Yeah, well, it's a chance. Also, you're in a bubble, so you're never gonna you're gonna be with other players, which means you've got chances to say, look. Uh, what can we do together? This is a time for people to come together and say, as you know, because to let's be real, you look up to basketball players, like the icons, you look up to your MJs, your Matumbos, your Shaqs, the Kobe's, these people you look up to, this is a chance for them to say, for the next generation, what can we do together? Like, what message can we send to people to say, like, oh, so we can change things? So like with the LeBron and his, I promise school, we can, we can actually do things like that, which really push... Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't even say just just black culture. It can really push the people who don't have that chance. That the people in 
you know, those cities that don't get that chance. And I think with the way it's going, like, especially the way everyone's so passionate about it, it's a chance to say, okay, like, you can't have a Laura Ingraham who says, just shut up and dribble, because in this time, it's like, no, we won't. There, you're not, you, you aren't just an athlete anymore, especially as big as anyone like LeBron. Uh, like you're an you influence with what you say and I and this is definitely you know I think personally I think I I think it's good that Kyrie has brought this up and I think he has I think he has a point I think though that every player every player should use this platform to their advantage for this yeah I think I think that's what they should be doing I think I think you know have no interview where it's not mentioned because i i I wouldn't want to i i've got a camera on you and and like you know where 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 i can't breathe shirts where you know let's do this let's you know don't make people forget because everyone's going to have their eye on this nba the end of the nba this nba season now because what other sports are playing really i mean you got the ufc ufc um Baseball, baseball's doing terribly. <laughs> they, the their players' association, yeah. and they they're just not getting along. So the NBA is pretty much, and you know, and the basketball's the big, largest growing sport in the world right now. I think. So you know, let's. This is it. This is it. And like basketball being as small in terms of how many players are on the court and stuff. It's very easy to latch onto a certain player, and it's very easy to talk to them and stuff like that. So it's important yeah. that you know whether they're not there or they're like, for example, Trey Young. He can do stuff outside, but you know you can play basketball and you know push for change. Yeah. And to be That's fair, my, that my is exactly what Kyrie is doing. What okay. I what I don't no, like. So- yeah, go on. Say your final okay, say your so say your final point. I'll explain what like, I don't like about. So this is realistically like this is a chance for basketballers to set to prove and show they are more than just athletes. They are more than just how many threes they shoot. How mm-hmm. many? What's your field goal percentage? Like this is a chance to. Yeah, they're more than just stats. Like they're, they're more than stats. Like these are people who have their own independent thoughts. So with Kyrie coming out against this, I'm proud because it takes guts to go up against and say, I don't want to do this because of this. Like 100%. Especially with the kind of stuff that Kyrie gets thrown in. One of the things is, people say that Kyrie isn't a good leader because he throws his team under the bus. One of the things he's showing here is he is because he will fight and put everything on the line for what he believes in. Just because if he does that and sometimes he rules people up the wrong way, that's um, that's a like that's a personal issue, but a lot of the greats sometimes rub people up the wrong way. I feel like for him to take the stand and say, "Look, mm-hmm. this is how I, I feel. And I don't yeah. care how you feel about it. I'm just telling you this. And if my team say we're playing, I'm playing. I'm just also saying, mm-hmm. don't do this. That's a lot of maturity from someone who has been classed as immature. And I feel like other players are gonna step up and say, "Look, this is how I feel." There's on the court and off the court, and it's separated too. Is actually quite important at this point. So mm-hmm. I'm really glad that we've had we can have this it conversation is, and say, like, and it's not just oh well, it's because he's not going to win a ring. Like, there's more to it. <laughs> like, and he's taken a stand and said, look, I'll give up everything for this. 
which is something that's really important. But yeah, so what don't you what don't you like about this? This is it's the whole thing. Of what I don't like is that if they decide that oh, they yeah, don't that play, is... they have to take a pay cut. That's the one thing I hate about this entire situation is if. Say Kyrie and the rest of his team decide that they're not they're not going to play. They take a pay cut. Pay cut. But you you know who doesn't take a pay cut? Those teams that yeah. aren't in this thing, the teams that were left out, they still get their full paycheck. But if you get told that you have to show up, but yeah. you be your concerned for your well being, for your family's well being, just for the COVID concerns. But then also, if you don't want to show up. Because there are more important matters and you feel like you need to focus on them more so than you do want to play basketball, then you should have no. that right. But you shouldn't get a pay cut for it, especially considering the people that aren't playing at all aren't either. And I think yeah. that is, I don't like that. I, that is one thing that I 100% don't like. Like Kyrie talking about, like, I don't think I should play. I don't think it's that. You know what? Fine. I agree. Yeah. I agree to an extent. I want people to yeah, play. It's, but it's, quite I'm a fan. To... it's very easy for yeah, me to say. I want people to no play basketball. But I will 100%, 100% respect also, anyone's that, decision to things, not play. One of the things 100%. I think Kyrie did say is, I understand. or it was came out afterwards, is that a lot of people do feel uncomfortable with the fact that obviously with the pay cut, that's like a, it's almost blackmail like in terms of, well, no, you can play if you want to. But if you don't, you're not getting paid. It is. Also, it's one of the things of your play- you've got a majority black organization yeah. of like superstars and players who are not playing for a majority of white owners who are going to for risk me. their time. They aren't going to risk their time being play there. for me. And they're not going to be in this bubble. So it's like you guys go mm-hmm. do that. I'll be you'll be fine. But if you don't, you're not getting paid. That's a bit in the optics of it when you look at it are a bit that's not you know, I agree. And that's going to be a that's going to be a huge factor going forward on like teams whether players actually want to come in, but for any player that doesn't want to play, then I don't. Yeah, you can't do. I I have no arguments with it. However, they want to do. I want to watch people play basketball, and I'm gonna. I'm. It looks like I'm gonna get that, but you know, I am more than happy to let people fight for. There for racial injustices more so than I am wanting people to play basketball, and I am more than happy for people to look out for their own health issues yeah. than I am for people to play basketball. I love basketball, but I yeah, I love I love people, so I want people to be equal and I want people to be healthy. And yeah, it's one of them. if there's something to be done about it, it should be done. We, as much as we love basketball and it's you know it's part of our lives and you love it. If there's anything that makes you not want to play it mm-hmm. to your fullest, then you deal with that thing. Mm-hmm. You deal with that thing first. Yeah. You, if it's your family, you, you, stay you home. Deal with it how you wish. And I don't think you should you have want. the threat of loss of financial mm-hmm. security. Don't. Yeah. I mean, these it's guys still, get paid loads, yeah, but, but that still not. isn't an excuse for that. Yeah, the thing is, they, they earn make their money. money as a percentage <laughs> of what they do with their jobs. So. And that's where it's, and that 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 yeah. is a whole nother kettle of fish. But to end this little segment on a on a on a, on a, 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 a funnier note, so out of these people, yeah, exactly. So before, yeah. so the people that were alleged 
that That's... didn't want to do it. Dwight Howard, one of them, Mello, we talked about. But the one I want to talk about is Donovan Mitchell because it was reported and it came Wait, out and he to... made a tweet. So going, oh, stop it. No, no so, so there was, no, no, no. So Donovan Mitchell, yeah. he was in the list of names that um, came out yesterday. Woj reported or ESPN, I can't remember. But then... He yeah. he retweeted the article and with the caption <laughs> yeah, stop it, it and like with rolling eyes and like, like, like come on come on yeah cut stop stop it stop it it's just like well that can be like I find it funny because either like that means that means the article's just talking shit. <laughs> so yeah, it's or, like, yeah. So it's it's a report from uh, Shams, and he literally has said Donovan Mitchell, Carmelo, and Dwight Howard were among the players, and he just said stop it. So I guess he means even he stopped the stop league. It. Or... Either that, no, it's either yeah, either it's like come on, don't. It's either that is just reported badly, or number two, he just doesn't yeah. want like come on, you've got better things to talk about, man. Like this isn't. Like you can't just call me so out spe- for this. Yeah, speaking of which is thing, also um, fair, right? The Kuzma T-shirt. Have you seen wanted- that? That is. So he's released a. Um, no, I haven't. He's released a T-shirt the about. T-shirt? It's the T-shirt of childhood dreams. Uh-huh. But, um, all of his proceeds go to the legal defense fund for all the NAACP. So he's done that. So we are getting a lot oh. of moments and people doing things. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Yeah. Let Let's end that segment. I feel so like we've probably a talked topic. a lot about that. It's one of them. So you can't talk about. You can't talk about it. It's a, it is a loaded topic. I want. You can't talk I, about it. Something you talk about more. You end up doing There's so much more to talk about. But yeah, back to actual basketball. Exactly. There's There's a lot more to talk about. But I like basketball. I want people to play basketball, but everyone should be able to do yeah, whatever they want to do and not to take a pay cut for it. Because some things are more important. Right. Um, so, how I've long do you want to go for? How much longer do you think you want to go for? Cause... All right. So, let's, let's talk a yeah. little bit about the future then, like changes. So, next season, have, there's yeah, talks have, about yeah. it starting later. Um, no fans the entire season. No fans starting. Well, obviously it start later because. But would that mean that would that would definitely mean a compressed season or just a lot less games? Are we talking like you know, a, like a kind of lockout esque time kind of season? You know, like 2011, 1999, that kind of stuff, and. That with no fans, which is that's going to be the new normal for at least the next couple season. That next next season, no no fans. That's going to be the same everywhere. Um, but I guess yeah. So it's I. It's going to mean that not only this championship, but I feel next championship is going to have a little see, bit of an asterisk as well. See, the thing is, the reason why for me this season will have an asterisk. Is because people have fought for seventy nearly games, it's nearly seventy games, and it's been like the Bucks have fought to keep the number one seed overall. So it's been 
So you fought all season to make sure you're number one seed overall because you want the home advantage in the whole playoffs. So now that's been taken away from you. Um, if, they knew that, if they'd known that before, they may have rested Giannis on some games and said, you know what? You don't need to play because what does it matter? This is really... But this, I feel like the playoffs are going to be... Because obviously you've taken away advantage. That's It's going to come down to the best team and who makes their shots, which, you know, it means a lot of teams who may have been further out of it, you know, looking at Houston, teams like that, they I'm might be able to just mark a run and have some rest and say, okay, we're going to play and, you know. So whoever wins this, whoever wins this, it feels like some more even playoffs. Yeah, let's go. It feels yeah. like whoever wins it may have that. Like, even if it's the Lakers or the Bucks, there's still a little, would they have won if it was normal? Oh, you said, you you say that, right? You say that, but there's a, a few things I want to talk about. That is like, oh, there's an asterisk on the championship. Well, when, when you look at 2011, is there an asterisk on the Miami Heat's championship? Generally, no. People don't talk about that. I, That's because I, they won one the next season as well, which is fair. Yeah. But also, you look at 1999 when Spurs won it, but you don't think, oh, well, you you don't think. I, I, I think hardly anyone talks the about reason, that being like an asterisk. The reason anyone's well. even mentioned asterisks is because the Lakers are the favourites, and it means that if the Lakers win, LeBron wins, which means he gets his fourth championship, and people already want to discount anything he does from to begin with. So it, the asterisk is basically it's an asterisk if LeBron wins. If <laughs> yeah. let's say the Clippers win and Kawhi wins, there will be no asterisk. Everyone will say, "Oh, well, they won. That was it. You, the times changed. The rules were made. It was a fair like." That. Yeah, but that brings me on to my next point because, like, I I personally think there shouldn't be because you're overcoming so much hardship to win it. You're overcoming all the like the no fans business. I think I think that's you know that's a factor that is a factor of winning and losing. Yeah, but like, is, you take that away, you still you're still playing yeah. basketball and you still got to be better the than the other, than the people you. When I say asterisk, and what I mean is you know, it has that. It has that amendment of just like, this oh, there was, was some, there was a lot of stuff that happening this year. <laughs> the coronavirus, like there's like they won, but also read this. A lot of people say asterisk and think, oh, that one doesn't count, which isn't that bit. And it's saying it doesn't count is insane because if you didn't make it to the playoffs, you weren't you you aren't if you weren't close to making the playoffs in the season, you aren't in this thing. Yeah, yeah, like all the championships, you Bill Russell a, won. You're a Cleveland Cavalier. You didn't make it to the playoffs, so you don't have a chance. This means you still have to play the season. You still they're still seeding. Which you still playing no, the same team. You probably would have played anyway. The only difference would be for the first and eighth, like between six, second and seventh. Like you were playing around the same teams anyway, and you still got to go through your Western Conference or your Eastern Conference, come out and play the seven. The only difference would be the home court advantage. The fact that you've got tons of like you, the fact that you've got a lot, a lot of rest in the mid season, which then that's that that is in a minute. I'm gonna we're gonna talk about predictions, and I'm actually gonna I'm gonna ask you about like I'm gonna go through a few of the factors I, I think are like me, gonna be huge, and me, that and is that's one been, of them. The rest, Brooklyn won. The rest of KD it. was able to overcome his injury. Earlier than it would have had to have been. That would be an asterisk for me. Like, oh, oh, oh. like, fam, like fam, you changed yeah. the rules of the game. Like, that would have been a huge asterisk. 
Captain America, Captain America you weren't going to come back, but now <laughs> you are because you had this much rest. So for me, that's an like asterisk. Coming I think in clutch, KD. It really depends on who wins. But I think this is going to be probably one of the more competitive. Like, there's less, there's more rest. You coming into it fresh? I, I, I don't think, I, I don't, I don't even think it depends on who wins. I think, I think people are just going to accept LeBron, it in time yes. because people have accepted other seasons. Unless, yeah, but you say yeah, that, but, but like 2011. The difference, uh, yeah, the difference is that, like, uh, he did win one the day, the, year since after. Since the Cavalier but, Warriors thing and that 3 1 and that amazing thing, a lot of people have started looking at LeBron as the guy and a fear, mm-hmm. a fear of him ever ooh, being ooh, known as be that. Yeah. People, so people, in, people in this generation, like, dethroning Jordan. Say, well, no, it's like, it's like you love, you love to hate the person who's number one because. When you think about it, he's stopping your team. Like, if you don't like the Lakers, or you didn't like the Cavs, or you didn't like the Heat, he was your enemy. That was you had to stop LeBron. So everything he does, you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. So what about that thing? Oh, he had. Oh, he won it. But what about the coronavirus? He got like, three months rest. Did Jordan ever have? And that's when it's going to be like, okay, stop it, please. All right, let me let me let me stop let me stop you. Let's ruin this podcast on the first episode. Jordan or MJ? Jordan or, MJ. Uh, uh, Jordan Jordan, or LeBron Jordan, James? Jordan or, Jordan or MJ? Uh, don't actually answer oh, that. Don't no 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 don't 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 answer. George, shut up. I, I meant Jordan no, 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 or LeBron. No, Jordan or LeBron, but don't actually answer that. Actually, it's LeBron Jordan. LeBron Jordan. LeBron Jordan or or Michael James. Who knows? That MJ. Right. Uh, that being said, so next season, yeah, next season so is going to be weird. It's going to start later. There's no fans. Right? That kind of stuff. So that might have the no fans thing is going to be interesting no because obviously, if it doesn't start till whenever, it's it's bold to say the whole season is no fans. But the thing is, that what I'm looking at for that is is it, is it a condensed season? Is it a condensed season? I think January is, be, is how is the draft going to you know be affected? You know, um, I'm also looking at if there's no fans, the mm-hmm. revenue. What are they going to do with contracts? Are you going to see, like, especially for condensed season? Because obviously they've got these ESPN. That you end up, you might end up getting like rules put in place that it's a condensed season, so you're not allowed to load manage because you know we have to get like you have to be on ES. Like when we have, mm-hmm. no, be like, be like well, you condensed have, season. Well, you, like, you have to load season, okay, less, less games. <laughs> But then let's say it's the Lakers Celtics. They may the, the league might end up saying, "Look, we need this money. You need to, LeBron. You have to be in this game. Like Jason Tatum, uh, yeah. you have to be in this game so we can get something because we're losing all this money on merchandise. Well, we're losing all this money on like people being there. Store like it's so it's gonna be revenue. But, yeah, I think just like the world, if they're gonna re, because there've been a lot of talks about changing the seasons anyway. Like is eighty two games too much? Do we need to play eighty two? Um, how can we keep? Because obviously you want to have your best athletes in the peak, and you want to have them as healthy as possible. And when you see a lot of players go out with injuries, so you've had the KD, and you know we've had a lot of like Boogie. You know, like they have been looking at can we reduce the season? If they're ever going to look at that or look at stuff like changing the playoff structure, mm-hmm. now it's probably going to be the time when they say, let's try it and see what happens. Like, what's the worst that can happen? Well, you, you you say that, but then there's 
uh, their, there's talks of the season after yeah, so next season. Hopefully, just gonna gonna go back to normal. So, <laughs> I feel like if there's good changes, if there's good changes within this next two seasons, yeah. and there's stuff that innovative and they like it, they'll keep it. For example, I think like the nine eight, yeah. you know, play in thing is going to be ma- really interesting. Hope- Let's try it. I think that's going to be good. It's a good thing to do next season as well with a compressed season. That, so that'll be have interesting. Have a 9-8 play-in because I really want to see that match. I really want to see having to beat someone twice. Like, literally, uh, like if you beat someone once, it does it, it instantly, yeah. it's instantly like a game seven situation. That's Instantly, I'm like, okay, that is a, something you've got to watch. That is, that is knockout basketball. Every shot is important. I'm also interested to see the atmosphere with no fans over a playoff series. Like, it is. <laughs> who's gonna? These benches are gonna have to be doing a lot of hype, especially, especially like it's gonna be hard to you know a blowout and there's no no one cares. It's just... Yeah. Right. So let's move on to the next bit. So predictions. So a lot of factors are gonna go into this. Like we talked about a bit of rest. We talk about rest and rust. Rest and rust. Um, that's going to be very interesting because obviously athletes they plan their training over a course of the season, and now it's gone past that. Their training has changed quite a lot, so they're not going to probably be in the peak of their performance. They've had quite a bit of rest. There might be a bit of rust, so that might that yeah. can hinder or that can help or hinder. Like people like LeBron, who probably needs a bit more rest because over the last mm-hmm. god ten seasons he's been to the finals eight times, and then you've got, uh, but then you've got other teams who were like on fire yeah, really and iced. like they've had to, they've been iced now, um, and yeah, really iced, and then they've got to start back up again. New players coming back, well, players in general, because some players might decide they don't want to play. Are big name players like for example you if Giannis decides he doesn't want to play are Milwaukee Bucks gonna be NBA champion no don't be ridiculous no offense to Chris Middleton but no (laughs) Uh, well I wouldn't go that far Um, (laughs) um, that's that's just ridiculous Dave Um, but you know, new players as well. Like, yeah. there's more, they're allowing more players. So, you know, you can rotate a bit more, some players. So, you got to, you got to take that into account as well. Like, they're new players into a new system. Um, the slow starts and fast starts, like, what yep. team, LeBron James teams tend to start off slow. He did the start of this season and then he, first now, um, famously. And then you got, Teams like, I don't know, like the Miami Heat, who, like, they were off. They were smoking the first first couple first couple months, and they've kind of, like, you know, mellowed into a thing. Are they going to have another fast start? Uh, like, uh, uh, is LeBron going to have a slow start? Is eight games going to be enough to, like, work off the rust as well? And, like, there's teams like Philadelphia – where Ben Simmons is apparently absolutely jacked now and Joel Embiid was like, I've been training six days a week, blah, blah, blah. Like, has that helped them? Is like yeah. Joel and Bill Embiid always getting injured, inconsistent as hell. Like, is this rest going to help him? Maybe. 
maybe not who knows but that's that the it's those kind of factors that matter that being said who you have who do you have for your western conference finals okay well, first what two answer, teams yeah. who do you think uh, is going to be in the western think, conference finals? i think as much as ben simmons and drowling be train it's not going to help them on the court together i also think yeah, it's a it's a it's a chemistry in place. No, I it's, think. A, it's, it's a place. Too many factors in that. And Joel and Bigo's missing too much in big moments, and you can't recreate big moments while training. Like that's a problem. It's the, when the spotlight's on him that we kind of see him step back a bit. In terms of Western Conference, I mean, so realistically, mm. I'm, I'm I think it might be the Lakers Clippers, but I. Um, slightly concerned about. I don't know if the Clippers going to make it. I really think it depends on who they get in any of their rounds. I feel like if they get the Rockets, it could be a tough fight time for them. I feel like I honestly they have been inconsistent, and also they, the they, they have been is, fairly inconsistent. Like, you know, with the load management, they've like always been different lineups, and then they brought in every they literally brought in everyone. There's a lot of. I feel like they needed this whole twenty games because they'd fallen in a rut. And I feel like they needed these 20 games because when Kawhi wasn't playing, they seemed to be losing. And then when Paul George and Kawhi weren't playing, they were losing. And it was like, you've got loads of other players who were like, you've got a stacked squad. A stack... Yeah, but the problem here is... They're both arrested is, now. They are arrested, but also... Is that um, a huge factor? They brought in a lot of pieces. So, you know, the Morris, Morris whether like you've got like Beverly and, you know, you've got all these guys who... No, no, my point is, the point no, is no, not really core pieces. pieces. They already had Montrez and they had and, really... and Lou Will and Pat there. My prediction was always going to be yeah, they got the pieces. last 10 games really working out what they were going to do. And they like 10 15 games working out what they do when they get here for the Clippers. I feel like it's going to be starting from scratch again. Like, yeah, and they kept they and they kept no, trying to work out. Know. And I thought I they were going to do we're okay, doing that for this is your minutes, you do this, this is how we play instead of just. Where's Kawhi? Where's just throw it to them? Um. So, so in basically, in my mind, I feel like the Lakers will probably make it with LeBron, AD, and then you know, Q, like the piece they got around them. I feel like so. I've got, so Lakers, Lakers so, is so you've Lakers got team the like LA I'm Lakers, one of the West Com- Western and Conference. The other team. side, it depends on obviously how the playoff seasons end up and who ends mm-hmm. up where. But I feel like for me. Well, firstly, I feel like the Rockets could do it. I really want Utah <laughs> just because I think that'd be funny. <laughs> I, just, I just want, like, Go Bear and Mitchell to be like, be. Eh, you know what? You kind of annoy me, but let's just play some basketball and just let's see what happens because that'd be really funny. That'd just be a really funny dynamic of just <laughs> do they hate each mm. other? Do they like it? But they're winning. Yeah. Oh. So, so, I, so who you got? Are you sticking with your two LA teams? So I, I as the I, conference I feel like finals, if I'm and then, now and it's like, oh, this is. Like, if I was, or do you want to see you? Like if I was betting, I was saying these are the two. I think I'd probably put Lakers and Rockets. I feel like, I feel like with enough rest and time, I feel okay. like that Hard and Westbrook, like they're the two, they're the two that could really do damage to you, trying to run. Do you not, I know. Do you I not feel think like, Denver can I feel go like, anywhere? Because they're the third seed. 
Yeah, it depends on who they get. They're only one so game on get, behind like, I feel like Then they get Clippers. It's the Clippers. Like, especially for the Clippers, like, I feel like that's... I feel like... I feel, no, I feel Clip- like... I, feel like uh, nah, I don't think Clippers are, have a problem with Denver. I feel like, at the moment, at the moment, as the, as the standings are, oh, Denver's yeah, no, matching up with matchup. Houston, yeah, and I feel like that is a matchup nightmare for Houston. Yeah, no, I want to because they're going to... They're, gonna, they're, yeah, no, no, they're no. going against Yoke. See, see, my, and they my, have... No big man. Thought here is, they have you know, no big man. Get, against against Jokic with the small ball. Ah, ah, that's that is a yeah. I don't want to. Okay, if that happens, <laughs> yeah. Against against Clippers, they might have a chance, and I agree with you there. With like Houston having a chance with LA uh, Clippers. However, I feel like the length of L- L- Kawhi and Paul George and their defensive capabilities. Far away. It's one of them. One of my. One of my things. Is I don't. And Harden and their team. Like I don't know if it's just like you know his demeanor, but for me, like, like sometimes when I watch Ka- Kawhi, I'm like, you know, <laughs> does he give a? Does he care that much? Like, will he want to? You know, that's the like. But I'm like, will he really be? He's a man's a robot. He I just does his like, job. It also depends like... on. <laughs> Well, obviously, especially Paul George. It, like these playoffs is definitely gonna. Yeah, but the thing is, yeah, after, thing this is rest, after this rest, after this rest, let's say you're operating in, on your peak and you're they, back uh, and you're doing that, and you're constantly you use that schedule, you take that rest. It, this is gonna show like whose body jumps right back into it. Like this is the time where those bumps hurt a little more. You hit that hard one, and it's a little more like, whoa, I haven't done this in a while. Like, whoa, this is that big body contact is yeah. Yeah, but then again, like, you play you play do, a few games the, and you the, get the, used the to it. The rust wears off. So you do the eight like, games and it's like, oh, well, get back into this. Like, and by the time you think you're back into it, you're in the first round of a playoff series against a team that are gunning for it, and then you suddenly go down. Well, if you think about it, you once you think you got it, you're like, probably your, like you're either already eliminated. Yeah, eight games or, to get like, back into your season. You're peak. in. You're in the maybe West that's not the playoff you wanted to be at. And that's the problem. Like you might end up against the let's say a Utah or a, no. you know one of them teams that you like. Whoa! And then suddenly it's like you might come up against a Memphis and you're like, whoa! I'm not feeling like a. I mean, I need a couple games to get there, but do you have a couple games? Like. It's gonna be one of them where people it's it's gonna be one of them where like these games are gonna probably come across weird and then it's gonna you're gonna see people hitting their peaks towards the semis, but they actually mm. have to get to the semis first. And that's where it's a bit like I feel like it's gonna be it's gonna be a quite interesting one for LeBron because mm. as much as everyone say this, he has been doing this consistently. Like, will the rest help him or will it take some time for him to clip back into that, you know? Just uh, yeah, it's one of them. But for West, I think, I think yeah. Lakers, Rockets, but then I'm also like, it could like, it's one of them. The West is so competitive that it's matchups. Yeah, I think if the Lakers matched up with the Rockets, the, the, the Lakers Rockets would get absolutely murdered by Lady. Like, <laughs> this goes without saying. LeBron, be LeBron just, will have like 13 assists oh, per game. Javel, you know them one just like you've got no like what you how do you stop AD with no one like that? Yeah. So 
So to bring so it back, so who Rockets. who do you have as your Western Conference finalist? Is it LA Lakers, Lakers, Lakers Rockets, Rockets, and who do you have winning them? Winning right. Lakers, yeah. Okay, so I am gonna say Lakers and Clippers because I feel like, yeah, that that's a huge factor, um, and I feel I I, I feel like the Lakers. I thought you, you said you like you had. I feel like I, I wanted Clippers. to say Clippers. I mean, you to say it, your body went. I feel I <laughs> I wanted to say Clippers. I wanted to say I want, but yeah, I wanted I want to say Clippers, but I have to agree with. LA, like LeBron is rested, AD is rested. Um, you can say the same about Kawhi and Paul George, but LeBron and LeBron is not as injury prone as I feel like them. they might benefit from no fans more than others. Because they're the type of players who the fans will get on their back. Like if I'm if I'm a fan of Maybe. a rival team with the Lakers and I see Kuzma with the ball, I'm on him because I know that he can be spotty and sometimes he might hit two points, sometimes he might hit 18. I know that he's not. So that, that's the person I might target. He might be the one who can just go into a zone and next thing you know, he's hitting 10, 15. Yep. Uh, and there's players, but there's players on the opposite side of the spectrum so where uh, a crowd well, helps. So who's going for the East? But, okay, so we've been, we talked about the East. Yeah. And obviously, we're talking about the, the East. You have a high bias here. Right, so. <laughs> who do you see coming out of the East? Who do I see coming out? Okay. Uh, right, I my final. I'm gonna say my Eastern Conference Finals. Right, so at the moment, so it's um, I'm just looking at the matchup right now. Milwaukee, Orlando, Milwaukee will beat them. Toronto and uh, Boston, Philadelphia. I think in my, <laughs> in my head, in my head, it's going to be Boston and Milwaukee. And I feel like Milwaukee will exit it. And that hurt me because I really want Miami to at least make the, make the Eastern Conference Finals. But I don't think they, they can keep up with Boston. Because, right, so at the moment, Boston and Philadelphia are matched up together. And then Miami's uh, matched up with Indiana. Which they will they get Oladipo back? I'm not sure, but that that will be a tough series. I mean, at the moment, Miami's had two wins against them, but they're not. They've one was very close, and the other one wasn't very. But they've had two wins against them. But you've got Boston and Philadelphia, and you know what? Oh. Philadelphia is three and one in that season series. Yeah. Yeah. But I still think Boston can beat Philly. But regardless, if it stays the same, even if Miami beat Indiana, they're facing Boston or Philly, and <laughs> oh, that'd be interesting. Um, but I don't. I, if it's Philly, I really think that Miami could beat them. But if it's Boston, I don't think they've got enough to beat them. And then, obviously, you got Toronto and Milwaukee, that kind of stuff. Oh wait, hold on. Yeah. Wait, no, no. So Boston and Philadelphia, they'll go against the winner of Toronto and Brooklyn, sorry. So the next round, Miami will probably end up facing Milwaukee if they stay out of the four seed. So, <laughs> so you know, I don't see... I don't. Question although, you be, know, Miami have beat Milwaukee Miami a few Milwaukee. times this season. Can, do you think Miami... Well, A, can win and B, will. 
I think they can win. I reckon it would go to a six or seven game series, but I think Milwaukee will still win. So, I think I think Milwaukee yeah. will still win because they just have I mean, you know more catcher. star power, and they have Giannis. So, okay. so I think I think I think it's Milwaukee, and it's going to be Boston because I think Boston, um, Boston. I think it's going to come down with Boston versus Toronto, and then Toronto, and then Boston will beat Toronto. So I Make think it's Milwaukee. Boston. Milwaukee and I think Milwaukee's gonna come out. So that means I've got a Milwaukee LA because because I'm definitely going for I'm really stretching for that that finals matchup with Milwaukee and Lakers, <laughs> but that's just what my head says. But my heart my heart wants the LA okay, Clippers and finish. Miami Heat to match up. <laughs> Your heart wants Clippers Miami, your head says. So my heart wants See for me, I'm looking at the East yeah. and it yeah. feels like Milwaukee, like, you know, they're pretty much, they're one of the teams that if they get knocked out before the conference finals, it's going to be a big surprise in terms of, you know, the team they've got and the way they've been playing. I feel like it might be Milwaukee-Toronto. Like, I feel like, I've, but the one I have is with Toronto. <laughs> I mean, even though they are feasting now, LeBron's left the East. <laughs> I feel like, it really depends on who they match. Like, I'd look. I kind of want to see a Toronto Miami semifinal. Like, or that'd be great. It's it's well. They're uh, we'll see what the seedings like. Because really obviously hard. we got that eight seed in. Yeah, two games back. So, about two and a half. Yeah, two but, games. Um, oh so no, three, they went on a two run and a half. Two and a half. Yeah, you know, I managed to get third. That'd be quite great. I mean, I feel like with because of the way the East is, like you kind of fifth to eighth. I'm like, no, like you guys, no. So I am looking Milwaukee, Toronto, Boston, Miami, and it's like, I really would love to see Miami in an East Conference final. I don't because I'm not don't Philly. Know. You don't see like, Philly. I feel going like their anywhere. problems are the same. Like, unless Ben Simmons has spent the last two or three months hitting threes consistently to the point he's going to come back and actually be a threat that stretches the court, then no. He spent the whole know, season lot, doing it. A lot of people have been getting developing different and skills over the and and they, Ben Simmons was the, the guy three. Literally, people like yeah, Ben Simmons. You know, maybe he needed a little bit three extra range, time. and they go, you know what? Have it, and they step six, like steps back, like it's, <laughs> he needs to. If he, I mean, okay, this has been a weird year, so I don't want to say he won't hit because you know next thing I know he might go and hit like twelve threes, and then suddenly, you know, people, you know, are gonna remind me I said this. That's not the point. The point is. And until that happens or something changes there, I don't see them beating anyone in the series. Series, like a series, because I feel like once you get Philly for a series, you say, okay, well, we'll just do this and this. Let's just make sure that Ben Simmons can't do that and stays, you know, on the perimeter, and then we'll just, you know, kind of beat them. Like last year was a big chance for them, and you know, Mm -hmm. that was because they had Butler. That's where I was like. Yeah. And then they had the the most right. clutchest shot, the shot. That's the ever. Shot. Like that is the, of all time. In, in the future, it was like, like it's straight from the shot. Movie. Like, when you look back at it and say, "Do you remember that was that, that's the, the shot. shot?" Like the, the fact that they're winning is insane. Like, and it's even with them be crying and stuff, that wasn't like a weird. But like mm-hmm. last year, they had Butler, and I said, "Okay, well that means." I was like, "Okay, they, they have the spark. You have someone who, you." I kind of looked at Butler and said, "No, I kind of looked at Butler and said like." You know, it's game seven. There's yeah, a minute to go. Share the I'll put the ball in his hands. 
him. I tell him go get me a bucket with these. I'm like Butler. Ben Simmons. I was like Ben Simmons. I don't. What are you gonna do? Put up from three, like Jimmy <laughs> you know? buckets. And then Joel, like he goes missing in the big games. Like I feel like <laughs> it's one of them. Like you don't want to get Philly because you're like, oh, like it's it's not gonna be easy. But I still think. I think I think no, but I don't ben see it. Honestly, I don't see him making past the conference semi final. So I feel like then, it... <laughs> yeah. No, there needs to be a major no, change, and we can talk about that on another point. And we'll move on. <laughs> to Miami, yeah, and be to Miami. Oh, you, you hear that hearing... point from yourself? Yeah, I like I like that. I like the sound of that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. From who's uh, just in? Uh, key insider Christian Johnston has just—he's just yeah, CJ. Uh, <laughs> That's what report is. Embiid should, should come, come to, to Miami. Miami. Not that he is; he just that he should. My report there—he should, he should, he should, he should. Um, less injury prone if that's okay and less <laughs> inconsistent uh, as soon as he shows up he needs to start you know banging them in consistently um, also also, just I'm just putting that out there if it comes down to like pure heart and determination <laughs> Miami Heat are taking this championship and I don't if care it comes who down says to it. what if it comes down like, to it, my team are winning I don't care who says what like a, a pure a pure grit and grind pure grit and grind so, Miami have got this I don't care um, but okay, so who who are your Eastern Conference? Who are your Eastern Conference finals? I'm the same. I'm gonna say books. To, I'm saying books to one person. Yeah, I know. I want. I want to. I'm, I'm saying my, they're my winning the whole saying, thing. My heart is saying my, my, books my Toronto, and who do you think is gonna win in that? Okay, well, <laughs> I I think Miami. I think books are gonna win because Miami. I've got Lakers at the other side, and there's no point having the Welcome Lakers to Toronto. Miami. There's no point having the Lakers to Toronto final for man to run okay, down the so court, do a three sixty spin, but, one foot so shot, we've... and send them out. Like I don't want to see a sweep in the finals. Let's... So so yeah. what? So what? So we're Winner. both saying like, LA Milwaukee finals. Uh, oh I god, feel like Lakers. I feel like Winner of that. I feel Lakers because I feel like AD would say, "Yo, I'm going LA. I'm, I'm going. I'm going LA. I'm going LA. Yeah. A, and then you just let LeBron do his weird thing, and then. But yeah, it's. I feel like Jan outside of Giannis. I mean, mm. LA have very good paint protection in terms of AD and stuff. Um, and for, it, every other player yeah. for the Milwaukee Bucks needs to kind me, of step up. The LA, we yeah. know, we know who for can me, step up. I think Kuzma yeah. needs to be consistent. I think Kuzma will be the X factor yeah. in that so for me, I'm because at it, he's the quote so unquote third option. Playing on their game, and you've got LeBron and AD, and they're doing the stuff, and then you've got a third or fourth option who are hitting the shots that they need to at the right time. Sometimes their offense looks like okay, that's a championship winning team, and that's that's mm-hmm. the team. And like in the Bucks game when um we started to see LeBron say, "No, I'm taking Giannis," and I was like, "He's proven a point here from now that like he can defend him." And I'm like, "Okay, let's okay." And especially with the, like the Lakers' defense is has been really good this season. So yeah, so. Yeah, so I feel like with that, that's why I he was very good really, defensively when he was with the uh, NBA basketball, and it's weird basketball at this point. It's no home court advantage. 
anything can happen. Like we've seen three ones and we've seen we've seen we've seen two three ones in one playoff. We've seen a lot. So what we're saying, saying here is, is um, it Miami, comes out the heart. Gonna... <laughs> what I'm saying, Green Coin, Miami's one. Easy, be a fun. No, um, Jimmy buckets, playoffs. get buckets and championships. Let's go. Okay, but that's not happening. Tyler Hero, rookie of the year. <laughs> no, it's oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's sure. madness. It's Kendrick man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. So yeah, we're saying yeah, LA is Well, I'm glad we come up with a thing. You know what's going to happen? Totally different. Exactly what everyone else thinks is going to happen. That's that's what's what what we throw groundbreaking. Yeah, exactly. Exactly why everyone else thinks it's going to yeah, happen. Exactly. But you like know said, what? It doesn't matter because no, 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 Miami's going to win anyway. So. And to be fair, I, we don't. There's not a whole lot that we know, like what players are coming back. MVP. Rudy, no, no, Utah, you're going you, for Utah. This plan. We're, right, we're going for a Miami Heat, Utah Jazz finals. And me and Donovan are going to go just, yeah, they live together. What you don't know is the whole time <laughs> they've just been practicing this is, and roll. This is, that's it. This, this is, is our. Good. That's it. No. No, no, no. Thank you, exactly. No, no, gonna... no. This is, this is his redemption arc. He's going <laughs> to, he's going to come in. Jimmy Jimmy Butler is going to go for an open layup in the last couple of seconds, and then Rudy Gobert is going to swat it out. Well, obviously there won't be a crowd, but you know, two K, the two K, the two K, two K crowd. Ah, God, Rudy Gobert. Ah, and then like you know, they he'll he'll, and then him and Donovan yeah, Mitchell will hug because you know they like each yeah, other now because they finally won a championship. But that's not going to happen because Miami would definitely win that series. But still, yeah, that is right. Okay, I think we should so end should be, it there. We literally just hit the one day mark. This is this is good. Well, we'll we'll see. Okay. No, 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 Miami Heat. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> this is my podcast. podcast. Miami. <laughs> Miami. Yeah, that's good. That's a good ending block. Yeah. Right. Anyway, uh, anyone who is watching this, I hope you enjoyed this and us talking about it. If anyone does watch it and wants to comment on whatever thing they want to talk about, then do so. I doubt we're going to be big enough to start doing that though. But you know, I'm I'm open to suggestions. We'll see. We'll, we'll talk about what to do next week. I think. We'll see. Well, there's not a lot that we know. There's not a lot that we know. It'll probably be a lot of the same stuff in all fair. Well, I wouldn't say same stuff, but we'll see what news comes in. You know, basketball world is ever changing. One minute we weren't having a season, next minute we are. And now this minute, bubbles are That's bursting. Not, I mean, yeah. Next minute, Miami Heat are going to be champions. So. We'll see what I mean, it is. So, anyway. That's it. Thank you for joining, guys. It is LeBron Jordan. Bye.